This podcast may contain questionable language, will contain spoilers, and we'll let you know if we had an excellent adventure or a bogus journey. and welcome to episode 112 of Movie Drone. I'm Steve. And I'm Mark. And who? Mick. 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 Yeah. Ha ha ha. How we laugh. That was so funny. How was it? Did yeah. you enjoy that? I didn't realise if you were like on someone's account, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, on your Amazon account, didn't yeah. I? Um, hopefully no one from Amazon's listening, but I'm on your Amazon account. I didn't realise I got to change the name, your name, yeah. on there. So you can do it. You it's like been Mick for like fucking ages. Has it? Yeah, it makes I've me laugh so every time tempted, I watch Amazon. <laughs> so tempted to change your avatar, whatever it is, on Netflix so many times. Yeah, and I'm like, no, it. it's his account. No. I won't, won't mess with it. <laughs> and I go on today, log in, fuck. Mick. I'm like, how the fuck have logged into someone else's account? <laughs> you logged out and everything. Logged out, logged re-logged in. in and Couldn't like, have been better. Thanks for telling me that. Bastard. Uh, it just makes me laugh whenever I look at it. So, yeah, Pleased so. for you. Okay. Um, other than uh, finding out you've changed your name to Mick, mate, yeah. how have you been, Mick? Right. I had one of your exciting days yesterday. Do you? Not an exciting day for me, but oh. generally is an exciting day. Clean up dog shit and piss. Every couple of years for you. New phone day, mate. Well, really? No shit. New phone You've day. You've got a new phone? Check it out. <laughs> you fucking joking. Movie drone red, mate. Oh, no, you've got a pink one. No, it's red. Is that pink in this? No, it's red. You sure? Yeah, What's it's, ca- it's called product red. Oh, okay. Red, movie drone red. Right, okay. I mean, well, yeah, terrific. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, don't look much different to the other one. But it's massive. It's, not, it's, it's huge. Massive. It's not. It is. It's not. Well, well done, mate. Well done for getting Thanks. a new phone. I'm, I'm proud of you. Honestly, yeah. proud of you. It was cheap. Was it? Yeah. It looks it. Right, yeah. okay. <laughs> Done anything else? Went airsoft in last Sunday. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Right. Luke got his face shot to pieces. Did he? Yeah, his nose was bleeding. <laughs> one in the side of the head. Did he? Um, rung his missus up on the way home. She was... Very happy with was the she? outcome, yeah. She was they got like enough. a family dinner or something coming up. No, she was just sort of like, oh, you're right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He got shot in the nose, like it's all bleeding. She was like, really? That's brilliant. <laughs> I've never heard her so excited. <laughs> Excellent. Why can't you get shot in the face? I had, I had carrying a war wound on my arm here, mate. Little That's bleeding. a time. Yeah, I've got bigger dog bites than that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, no. honestly, why can't you get shot more in the face? I sometimes? tend to wear face protection because I've got a pretty face. <laughs> so <laughs> would you put that hair down over your <laughs> over your mouth? <laughs> it was a bit of a pain. I'll be honest. <laughs> was it? How's your week been there? Uh, not too bad. Uh, I say not too bad. I mean, obviously the Mick bit was a highlight. It's been a yeah. highlight for a few weeks. If I'm oh, honest, okay. it's been the best thing that's happened to me for the last few weeks. You came round, so there's yeah. another low point yeah. for my week. So yeah, I mean, you came round. Yeah. Oh, I can't really say a lot about that. No, because you were asleep for most of it. I slept a lot, yeah, yeah. I was really tired. I know. Really I felt sorry for you. You and had the dog, though, didn't you? started acting a cock, so <laughs> now I just think, fuck yeah. You had the dog, though, didn't you? Yeah, I was, dog I was happy with playing with the yeah, dog. He, yeah. he was all right for you, wasn't he? Little angel, mate. <laughs> of little angel. Well, that little angel, yeah. mate, has chewed all my skirting boards oh. in the utility room that we've got him in, where his, yeah. where his crate and that is. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if you know anybody, I mean, I don't know, I, I honestly don't know if you know anyone who can do anything good with wood at any point um, i mean i'm sure you probably know someone i'm sure you've probably met someone yeah um uh, on your travels but if you do find possibly, anyone who knows mate, anything to do I with possibly wood. would have known someone but after being such a prick <laughs> i don't think i know anyone actually mate <laughs> you know what i'm like anyway i'm just gonna sand it down and paint it what are you gonna sand gloss, it with mate some stuff <laughs> some paper <laughs> right okay <laughs> you're undercoat and prime it no just fill it two pack no just gloss all oh, right it. that'll look great <laughs> Can't wait to see it. No one sees it. Can't wait to see it. Don't worry. And uh, we've got some blankets. We've done some blankets for the dogs, haven't we? So So, I know you wanted to. I I think you've got someone you want to thank for that. Yeah. Yes, I have. I've got thanks to Miles for that. Yeah. Um, And I've had news that there's some more on the way from Jill. Yeah. Yeah. Getting some blankets for Sue. 
Weather's turning now, so we're going to have them little rescue dogs. Oh, yeah. we're going to have a nice new blanket. Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? I'm yeah. going to get some as well. I'm oh, going to yeah. add to the pile okay. so we can go around there with a nice little pile. Right, well done, mate. Well done for setting that up. At least we've done our little bit. Yeah. I'm going to just go to a reception, though. I'm not going to go anywhere. You're going to come out with I'm not coming out with anything. <laughs> After coming around my house, yeah. I saw the look on uh, your missus's face when yeah. she was holding him. She was looking at you as if to say, we're getting a puppy. So, uh, so, yeah, you're going to come up. Just come out with, like, some old manky 15-year-old I'd thing c- with one eye I'm and three like legs. You, mate. I would come out with a three-legged one that's got scabies. <laughs> I nearly bought the, the boss-eyed one. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I'm just like you. If I go I to a fish I shop, I'll buy the one that's, like, one eye missing yeah. or it's hanging out. Yeah. I don't know why. But please I'm come back with, like, a proper crusty old... <laughs> <laughs> scabies and mange yeah. and like three yeah, legs and it's hanging off that would be brilliant you should be doing your bit so yeah. well done for that mate so that's really really nice of you I feel very proud oh, to be a thanks. part of that so well done yeah. so is that you then mate yes mate okay do you want to do the extra thanks this week yes so we have got thanks to Glyn Tim Ronnie Castle Lee Lee Lee, Lee cropped up. <laughs> it's yeah, not Sophie though. She's far too busy. Um, but Lee's cropped up. But St Paul's Film Cast, Movie Journey, Right Stuff Reviews, Shocked and Applaud, Forza Crowd, Ryan, Popternative. What should we watch? I'm, I don't even know if I can pronounce this one, mate, but I'll have a go. The Eudaimonia Podcast. What the Trailer, Fat Drunk and Stupid, Ramner One Half Pod, Collateral Cinema, Smoke and Mirrors Podcast. That explains it. Podcast Beautiful and La Ruiz. Excellent. Well done, mate, for uh, for being able to pronounce that I mean I don't know if it's right neither so I'm going to say well done for that so uh, um, I've got some special thanks for uh, people who have gone the extra mile this week so it's Jill Cassie Jamie Russell Jamie Irwin Lovely Miriam VHS Strikes Back Cinema Recall Sean Panda Nicholson Emma at the Movies Happy Birthday Happy Emma birthday. Happy Birthday Happy Birthday Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Emma, happy birthday to you. 40, I think, was she 40? I, was she? Was I don't know, I saw some 40 balloons on her uh, on on Instagram, yeah, I'm not quite sure. Day over 30, I'm not Emma. quite sure if she was or not. Um, WTM and Mr. Positivity, Mike, Mike and Oscar, Okajira, Palo, our Reverie True Crime podcast, Thunder Levin, The Mallard Report and Podcast HQ. So thank you very much to you guys. Thank you all so much. Okay, mate, I have... (laughs) (laughs) I do, yeah. I've got a promo this week. (laughs) Hey there, I'm Eric. And I'm Brett, a.k.a. Mr. Positivity Wolfie T. We at WTM Watch This Movie talk about old movies, new movies... We do breakdowns, we do top five lists. We also rate movies that we've recently seen on our unique rating system. That's right. We're available on most podcast apps. You can check out our website at WTMWatchThisMovie.com. And you can check us out on Twitter at WatchThis underscore movie. We'll check you later. There we go. I wonder if um, if our listener, we were back in the charts in Ghana. We yes. went out slightly and we went yeah. back in again. So, yeah, thank you very much, whoever's listening in Ghana. Yeah, and Turkey as well. We've also got Not some in the charts in Turkey, Turkey, though, confusingly. No, no. It's weird, it? <laughs> well, maybe they've got some really good podcasts over yeah. there. Maybe not so many in Ghana. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'd love those little noises that you do, mate. Oh, I'm sure yeah. it's the highlight of their week. So that was the promo for WTM Watch This Movie. Mm. They've started um, up their full-length episodes again. Ah, so hard ticket to Hawaii this week. Well, Sounds Mr. like P's something. Working hard, don't he? <laughs> he is, yeah, yeah. I think they're going to try and get together properly rather oh. than uh, than uh, remotely. But I don't think it's a bit. Do it, bit lads. Of... It's much more better remotely. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so, yeah, hard ticket to Hawaii. Not one that I've seen, but it sounds like one that I'd want to see. Yeah. And they were talking about us as well. And they were mentioning the Mark uh, turning into real Mark face masks. Mm. Um, so, I reckon, we, I mean, if it goes the way it's going, I think we might have to get a few more in. I think yeah. we're heading for a second lockdown. Terrific. Day, so, there you go. Right, OK, mate. After that, do you want to move on? Yes, I do. You sure you do? Yes. Because it's Mark's movie impression. No, mixed, I don't. Sorry, let's do that again. <laughs> It's Mixed Movie Impression. Let's go back. Episode 112. Let's go back to the promo again. <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, I mean, we're, you're doing it. You've done it pre-recorded again. I, you seem to enjoy it. I enjoyed the look on your face better. and the cringing. So, ready? So this is Mixed Movie Impression for episode 112. And we've got when Greedo from... Star Trek. Met Sulu from... Star Wars. Excellent. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you. Oh, what did that What did you he has orders to kill you, Captain. <laughs> Regrettable, but it will leave me in command. 
Ototara. Do you have a problem with that, Greedo? Ototara. Ototara. A pretty bold statement, and you're absolutely wrong. Ototara. Ototara. Oh, my. <laughs> the oh my bit was good. Well, that, I'd love to see bit. the script for that one. Um, you can see it, mate. <laughs> it says blah. Uh, well done, mate. Well done. Yeah. I mean, you know me, I love a bit of Greedo in Star Trek, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, well, well done for that, mate. Well Cheers. done. That was, yeah. that was good. It was good. I yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, good. yeah, very much so. Okay, mate, do so you want to move on after that? Yes. Okay, so this is the... Movie Drone Wall of Shame. There we go. So Movie Drone Wall of Shame. It was my challenge last week, yes. and I carried on the freeballing. You did. I don't know, so I was freeballing. So we had some questions in a couple of weeks ago, didn't yeah. we, uh, from, from the time that you couldn't be asked to yeah. actually challenge anyone. And uh, so I use some of them because, obviously, I couldn't be asked to challenge <laughs> anyone last week. So it's good. We dragged that out. So let's just see who are you challenging this week, mate? Well, as we normally do, anyone sort of helps us out, is nice to us. Put themselves up, really, don't they? Sort of put themselves out there. A lot of tweets come through. Can anyone recommend a podcast? I like podcasts. Can you put one on the podcast? Stuff like that. And we've been <laughs> we've been uh, tagged numerous times by the lovely page from Reverie True Crime Pod. Okay. So in payment for being so nice for us, um, we'd like a question, please. Please. Okay, Paige, so uh, thanks very much for that. So you are challenged to give us a question by next week. And if you found us by asking one of those questions on Twitter to recommend, I'm sorry. Yeah. It was just an example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, mate. Well, okay, so Paige, you are challenged for a question for next week. Mm. So uh, let's see if uh, Paige comes up trumps. Hope so. All right, so do you want to move on again? Yes, mate. And this is the next section. This is the section that we like to call... Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. Question time. Question time. Time for the question. Question time. There we go. So um, I had a uh, free board. Free board this week. So uh, a couple of questions I wanted to you know the answer two. to. chose two. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, I chose the longest one because yeah. it would uh, fill the episode out a bit. So... Yeah. Uh, I chose one from... LJ Human. I did, and it's about... Cinema seats. Give us a question. You would like to know what are your top five cinema seating positions, row and seat number? Asterisk. Based on a screen with 14 rows, which is A to N, with A being the closest to the screen, and each of 22 seats, seat one being to the right of the screen as you look at it, with an aisle between seats 11 and 12. Okay, so it'll all become apparent because we've done we've done a spreadsheet each, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, actually, we could have like people rate the spreadsheet, see which one's better. Yours. You know what I mean? Was it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, well, I'm going to post it because it's quite yeah. difficult to actually um, explain this. So, we'll post it on the Instagram yeah. and the Twitter. Do you want to go first? Mine so, was so easy, mate. Right. Was him. The one you hate, I'm going to claim first, oh, yeah. N12. Okay, let me just... That's straight up the top as well, you walk not up that, the not stairs. The, what, the one that you made me sit on before, that where it felt like you're going to fall forward. Like, oh, I don't like it, I'm going <laughs> to fall over. Like, you're in a seat, you twat. You yeah, it does, yeah, it does feel like you're going to fall forward. When you're six foot three, mate. Perfect. Okay. But then everyone's walking up the aisle. So let's just explain. You're talking about the ones that are right. I think these are the ones that I added. You did. That LJ Human didn't, uh, Luke didn't mention. So right as you're walking up the aisle, the two seats right in front yeah. of you. So everybody who walks up the aisle is looking at you as they walk up. That's fine. Yeah, not fine. People always look at me, mate. <laughs> And generally just look at me shaking their heads. They're probably trying to work out whether you're a man or a girl as they yeah. walk past yes. so they know whether to say, excuse me, man, or excuse me, mate. Yeah. That's fine, mate. Okay. That's why I've got the beard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my number is three rows down from the back, yeah. aisle seat on the right. L12, my okay. favourite seat. Is it? Yeah, and okay. the reason for that is nice aisle seat, yeah. relatively nice at the back. Fairly central, plus the people in those stupid seats that you sit in can't really look over my shoulder. Okay. So, all right. Cool. So where else do you like to sit then, mate? Well, I can knock these off pretty quickly, mate, if you mm -hmm. like. Give you my next four. Right. J11, K11, L11, M11. Right. <laughs> because I normally book the seats. Yeah. Pretty much where we sit is right. my ideal. Long story short, got bad knees. 
dislocate. I dislocated my left knee really oh. badly once, right. and it hurts to have it too crunched up. So the fact I can sit on that with my left leg poking out, right. which I quite often do. I'm like I say, I'm six three anyway, so a little bit. I can just sort of hang out at the side. Right. I'm just happy along that side. Okay, it's where I've, creature habit, okay. shall we say? Well, let's just say then that I go to the cinema with you, and my ones will definitely then be M12. L12, K12, and J12. We should so book On the these, opposite yeah. side of the aisle. Shall we see if we can do that next time? I didn't <laughs> realise that was your favourite. I know it's not. You're only dinky. Because I like your side, but if you're going to sit that side, I want to sit like a little bit away from you, okay. if I'm honest. No, I've got cool. to be honest. I'll see if I can do that next time. Um, my my favourite seating position for you would be A22. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, pal. <laughs> That's all right. But there you go. We'll post those and yeah. uh, online so you yeah. can see uh, those spreadsheets yeah. better. Yeah. All right. So the second question. Yeah. What did I choose? From Sean Pand, Nicholson, mate. And he wants to know, what are your top five killer animals in films? Now, did these have to be real animals? Right. Or not? No. I've just gone for animals. Yeah, well. I deem to be an animal. Okay. Exist or not. No worries. Number five, mate, the alligator from Crawl. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, (laughs) Got you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, Emma, that's not a very nice birthday present. Oh, Sorry about that. Um, yeah, um, my number five is the bees from The Swarm. Okay. I still am amazed how well they all acted. Okay. <laughs> Mine is the birds yeah. from The Birds. Cool. So, uh, I mean, I love birds. In I spend a fortune mentions. feeding mine. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, they're my favourites. Oh, great one, mate. Yeah. My number four, and I know a lot of people don't like this film, but I really like it, and it's Anaconda. Okay. Big right. anaconda. All right, yeah. Would yeah. you have one of them? Would I have yeah. one of them? E- are we talking about ethics, about morally keeping them in captivity? No, no, I mean, if you had, like, a big place. If you know I, I mean? could accommodate one, naturally, I'd love one. They're oh. a beautiful animal. Brilliant. Okay, my number four is piranha. Ah, And great. I really do. I've only got some piranha once. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Vegetarian or the carnivorous? Uh, I didn't really think much of it. It okay. probably would have been the carnivore one, and then I would have felt bad about feeding them stuff that's yeah. uh, probably alive. So, yeah, then it would have just ruined and my then life. And pets so. home again to get another hamster <laughs> to chuck in there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my number three, mate, is the big spider in Arachnophobia. Okay, the big one. Yeah, the big one. Mm. I don't like spiders, mate. Do you not? Nice. I love no. a spider. I went home the other day, and Jill would like, put one under a cup. It was a big bastard. Yeah. I think she'd had a couple of its legs off. I felt quite bad oh, for it. Well, yeah, Dave, the other day he was on to it, wasn't he? I found this big old spider. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're so lucky. Yeah. They're not big, though, really, are they? Not Any over here, mate. No. <laughs> no. My number three is The Black Sheep. Okay. From yeah. uh, you seen that? Yeah, the I New have, Zealand yeah. horror film, yeah. have you? Yeah. Oh, blimey. Yeah. You I didn't have. like Brain Dead and that. It's along the same no, sort of line. I didn't isn't say it? I liked it. Do you know how many kills are in that? 30. Really? Yeah. Good effort. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My number two, The Velociraptors. What? Okay. <laughs> my number two is uh the ants from them or empire of the ants oh nice um one. you know the ones that are really big ones mm. i think they look quite good actually i think the effects were pretty good like for those films film. like 1960 or something yeah, i think those I films like 60s that. 70s yeah, yeah good my number one the bad gremlins <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Animal? Is it? I suppose it's an animal. Yeah, is human, it? is it? Well, I suppose humans are animals. So no. we could have chosen humans. Could have got him by on a technicality. Okay, my number one are the worms from Squirm. Okay. Well, have you seen Squirm? No. Where the electricity goes into no, the ground. It like, makes them all come up through choose, the shower head, isn't it? No, I was going to choose the slugs from Slugs. Oh, yeah. But I thought you was going to have that. So no, I no, no. Swipe no, it. no, I've gone for the but worms. But you went for the worms. I did go for Good the worms. Good choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. That's our five top killer animals yeah. in film. Didn't they chew jaws or anything, did you? The, I tried to stay away from mainstream, mate. Well I really done, did. Mate. Well I done. I tried my best this time. Excellent. Didn't have snow beast, neither, did you? That's a disappointment. But there you go then to Sean and Luke, yeah, thank, thank you very you. much for your questions. Mm. Really enjoyed those. Mate, do you want to let people know how they can get hold of us on social media in case they want to join the party late and send us some questions? Absolutely. You can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on movie drone podcast at hotmail.com. 
com. And please do. Right then, mate. So, uh, we've done another cinema trip. Yeah. Well, what did we see this week? In our favourite seats. <laughs> well, I did. You didn't. Um, so, anyway, we saw a film that is currently 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It's a PG, one hour, 31 minutes long build as an adventure comedy music with a synopsis of once told they'd save the universe during a time travelling adventure, two would be rockers from San Dimas, California find themselves as middle aged dads trying to crank out a hit song and fulfil their destiny. With a budget of 25 million, so far grossing 3.3, bit unfair to do the figure, but that's what it was sitting when I last looked. Okay, this is directed by Dean Parisot, starring Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, Kristen Schaal, Samara Weaving, Bridget Lundy Payne, Anthony Carrigan, Erin Hayes, Jamie Mays, Holland Taylor, Kid Coody, William Sadler, and Gillian Bell. This was 2020's Bill and Ted Face the Music. I'm not doing a cliff on this one, so don't you. When your wives suggested couples therapy, do you think that this is what they had in mind? Definitely. I mean, we're a couple of couples, right? Bill, Ted, enough of the delusions. You didn't time travel, and you didn't go to heaven and hell. Here's a real idea for you. Be role models to your daughters. Get real jobs. Bill, we've spent our whole life trying to unite the world. And I'm tired, dude. Ted, we have a destiny to fulfill. Greetings, my excellent friends. We have a problem. Step forward. A song created by Preston Logan performed tonight will save reality as we know it oh there we go <laughs> sorry about that that's all right not really uh you know what i mean this is all about you choosing your clip for your film yep. isn't it so yep. all right then mate so uh we did see bill and ted face the music what did you think bit of a bogus journey wasn't it, mate <laughs> was it oh, i thought so for me i've got a bit of a bogus journey with a decent amount of nostalgia and a few laughs right i mean i'm pretty sure the word nostalgia is going to come up a lot so yeah. i asked jill yeah for what she thought her review well she liked it mm. she didn't like keanu reeves clean shaven yeah and it was nostalgic <laughs> yeah it, it had a lot of nostalgia they'd done a very good job try and try and do the review now without saying the word nostalgia okay it reminded me a lot of the old ones, <laughs> um, but there were there was a few light-hearted moments in. I think this is a victim of my own heed. Right, I think I'd built this up and got it. dangerous getting excited about a film, mate. It really is because you build it up in your head to something you want it to be. I know you weren't excited about this one, no. Um, but when you sort of get excited and you think, yes, yes, yes. You expect a lot more than they normally deliver anyway. Okay, I mean, there was there not warning signs with the trailer? So I didn't think the trailers were very good. As I said, I was hoping that I would get into it by watching the trailers, but uh, I, I didn't. But did yeah. that not give you warning signs? Or? I just think I got carried away, mate. Did carried, you? carried away in the excitement. I mean, you grew your hair for it and everything, for fuck's I, sake. I literally looked like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's what can I say? <laughs> Although he looked like a melted candle. <laughs> He's getting a bit old. I mean, I don't have the fondness for the old ones. I don't mind them, as I said yeah. before. I will sit and watch them. I mean, I'm more of a dude, where's my car sort of guy. Okay. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, at least it had time travel that yeah. was more easy to understand than Tenet. Yes, so this I'm is not, a true story. Going back to Tenet, actually, I'm not feeling such a prick now because I felt a little bit dumb after yeah. I'd watched it. The amount of people that I've read and listened to podcasts who are in the same boat as me yeah. and didn't understand it feel a lot better about myself. I can't wait to revisit it, mate. Really? Yeah. Okay. Tenet, tenet revisited, we'll call it. Okay. So the actual plot, I mean, it was pretty much the same as the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't mind the little flip on it um, using the daughters. I like the way they brought Rufus's daughter in. I thought that was quite good. But I did think Kristen's school, is that you say it? School? Sure. I just thought she was underused in a comic capacity. I thought for a comedy film, mm. if you hire a comedian, let them be a comedian. Right. I mean, I didn't get any comedy out of it. Did you know? I found some really. of it funny. I, f I wouldn't call it laugh out loud funny. Right. I weren't like holding my belly or anything. I right. just found, but I just wish I'd have let her run a little bit loose because she's funny. Right, she yeah. is funny. I'll let her, but I just wonder whether they tried to sanitize it a bit too much for today's market. Whether right. they tried to tick too many boxes. Right, 
I thought Keanu Reeves looked uncomfortable in every scene he was in. I've got to be honest, I didn't yeah. feel like he wanted to be there. And I think... Which is weird, because I think they was really excited about doing it, and they was both really behind it. But yeah. I had that same feeling that he perhaps got has got to a point where he feels he's above it. Well, yeah, I don't know. He just doesn't seem to be into it. Alex Winter, to be fair, I thought carried the movie. Yeah. Um, I thought that he, out of the two, was the strongest to get back into character. I thought yeah. he did a fairly solid job. Do you the, think that's because we associate Alex Winter with fuck Bill? Fuck all. <laughs> yeah, he's Bill. Whereas yeah, I suppose. we see John Wick, we see uh, John Constantine, we see all these other different things yeah. that Keanu's done. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. I didn't like the girls at all. No. Now, Samara Weaving, I loved from Ready or Not. Yeah. I was looking forward to seeing her in more things after yeah. that. I'm pretty gutted that this is the next thing I've seen her in. Okay. I don't think she was the worst out of the two. The other one Didn't was like awful. Um, Bridget Lundy Payne. Yeah. Um, I think that probably her mannerisms were close to Keanu Reeves. Yeah. So I thought she did an all right job there. But I don't know, it just did not match for me. I just thought she, yeah, she was bumbling about. Not for me, mate. I thought they was all right. Um, Samara Weaving, I, I liked. Oh. Um, I agree with you. She was a stronger out of the two for the character. I just feel like they've sanitised it too much. They've picked this route they want to go down, and it became less about Bill and Ted really, and it's a Bill and Ted movie. Yeah, I mean the time folding on itself bit. I didn't really see that as necessary. I didn't think they really needed to use any budget to have that going on. I think no. they could have written some sort of easier. Plot point. Overcomplicate something. I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah, with all those things. And obviously, uh, putting budget up, especially when it's uh, pretty much going to be sure that they weren't going to get as many people going to see it as they uh, they wanted. Um, Again, I didn't really like the comedy. There was two highlights for me, Mm. and that was Death again. Yeah. I I liked Death from the old one, and I thought he was. Probably the funniest for me yeah. in this one. Um, I did like Dennis Caleb McCoy as well, yeah. the robot, when yeah. he was Dennis. I thought they gave something, and not different, I suppose, because Death wasn't different, but he, gave, he was the one that sort of reminded me of the bits I liked from the first couple. Yeah. Or, what, no, what was he in? He was in the Bogus Journey, was he? Bogus Journey. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, he reminded me of the bits I liked from that, but um, the robot gave me something a little bit different. Oh, I thought I was going to hate the robot. Right. I really did, yeah. and... He was probably the funniest yeah. character, and yeah. when used correctly, he was really good. Yeah, and I think he was a big risk actually, right. um, putting some a character like that in. Yeah, and I thought, oh, I don't know, but I did laugh at him a few times. I was mm-hmm. like, he's sort of earned his place in there. I yeah. thought he was quite good. I was a bit guided. It was Dave Grohl, the person that they. Uh, I mean, Lisa and Tim are going to hate me for saying this. What I was thinking is, why did he have to be the one that was the the one that was able to write the song that brought humanity together or whatever. It had yeah. to be fucking Dave Grohl, didn't it, all the time. I mean, they'll hate me for that. But uh, that's the first thing I thought about when I yeah. saw that. Although I didn't mind the scenes that had the other versions of Bill and Ted that they yeah. were meeting. So those were, again, probably another slight highlight. I thought that they were sometimes quite funny, especially in Dave Grohl's mansion. I thought that those yeah, ones were Yeah, they were great. I had issues a bit with the ones in um, the prison. Right, yeah. I thought they was a bit funky. But yeah, the ones in the mansion were brilliant, the yeah. way they was almost trying to double-cross each other as yeah. well. But yeah, I do wonder whether it just got a little bit overcomplicated for something that was a simple sort of time-travelling thing, like you say. One of the biggest things for me, which I found weird, because it's an hour and 31 minutes, and I found it to be quite underpaced. Yeah, and I've got down here that it was... The pacing, for me, was out. Yeah. I thought it was long. Yeah, and it... And it wasn't. I no. mean, it wasn't in time, but it felt long. Yeah. It was a very, very slow pace. And and probably some of the scenes weren't, but it just seemed to be... I think it was the fact that it was the same. It was like travel to this place, then do a little skit, then go and travel somewhere else. And I think it was just a bit samey, and that's why yeah. it just dragged a bit. I think, the, I mean, especially the first film, the first... You had Bill and Ted there, but the supporting cast, for me, were really strong because... They was all brought well into the story. She had obviously Napoleon, Billy the Kid and people like that. I don't think they used everyone like that this time. Mm. But we still got the same sort of story. Yeah, same. With them obviously gathering the musicians. It was pretty much the same thing, just with the girls doing it. Yeah, but there weren't any real funny things happening with them where they met modern times, which I thought was 
the real selling point of the first one. No, I think they sort of swapped that for like little music skits, didn't they? Yeah. So we had Jimi Hendrix playing with, was it Mozart? Was it Mozart? Yeah. I can't remember, was it? Um, yeah, I think it was yeah. actually. Um, so yeah, it's obviously they had those little music skits rather than yeah. comedy skits. I think that's where it was a little bit different, a yeah. little bit for worse. To be. Yeah, I was going to say, I want the comedy. Mm. Um, but yeah, I found, I mean, there were certain scenes I wanted more of. When they was playing at the wedding... Yeah, I was really enjoying it's that. It's a really fucking good song. It as was well. a great song, <laughs> and I was thinking this because he was playing a theremin or theremin, and then they was going off on one, and um, Bill was doing the throat singing. Yeah, and I was like, "This is quite cool," and then it stopped it. Yeah. And I was like, "I actually wanted to see what the they song were doing. was quite good. Yeah, it was quite catchy. I thought it was great. Yeah, I like the way it came yeah. in. I've heard some, some other people say that as well. So yeah. you're not the only one. I was a little bit gutted they cut it short. I thought the wives were a little bit underused. Yeah, it was nice to see that they had the same people though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I mean it reminded me a lot of previous ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just thought that um, that they didn't really do a lot. I mean, obviously no. they had that it's a little bit of sub stories, but um, it's the same with Missy as well, I suppose, because the way they brought her back into it, which was quite rank. Yeah, that she was their stepdad then. Thing and then she's going to be their stepsister or something. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, but yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? It was. It was a bit fun. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do you think? Because I mean, I just watched it and it finished, and I didn't really get anything. I didn't mind watching it, yeah. but there wasn't anything where I thought, you know, what I'd like to see that scene again. No, I think I think it was by far the weakest outing of the three. Oh, without a doubt. Um, and. I mean, it's it's in keeping with the other one in that, let's be honest, the acting around wasn't that great. It is a bit ropey, but that is sort of the charm of them. Yeah. But yeah, the story just weren't there. I don't. I think they could have got a lot more story into it. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of bits with the, the like the time travel or the the time folding in on itself and stuff like that. I think it sort of got not bogged down with that, but I thought it gave us that as the plot point. Yeah. Um, and like I say, didn't really go anywhere with it. No. Spent budget on it, and uh, just didn't see the point really. Yeah, no, I just I wish I'd have put a bit more time into the comedy because mm. I just thought some of it just missed the mark completely. Yeah, but there's things where you were supposed to find funny, and they almost did it as a comedy scene. Yeah, but it just wasn't funny. Yeah, unfortunately, and I would say you got some really funny people there, and. I, now we hark back to the first one a lot, but there was silly bits and pieces the characters did which were funny, and it just weren't there. Yeah. I mean, I noticed Keanu still can't run properly. No. It does me head in when I see him every time, you know what I mean? I just think, I mean, it's, it's worse probably when he's in John Wick, you know what I mean, yeah. when he's actually supposed to be like a, a, an action hero, but, uh, but yeah, he certainly can't run properly. No, but I mean, looking at him, I definitely want to be John Wick rather than Ted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the facial hair thing was a bad thing for Jill. Yeah, you see him with the facial hair and suited and booted, and you sort of think, yeah, I wouldn't mind looking like him. And then he turns up in this, and you just, like I say, looks like a melted candle. Yeah, I mean, it didn't stop Jill from, I mean, she preferred him with the beard, but yeah. I think she secretly still liked him. Really? Yeah, of course oh. she did. Of course she did. Yeah, well, good on her. Good on her. <laughs> Aim higher, Jill. <laughs> I'm higher than you have. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I haven't got a lot to say about it, mate. It was one of those, it came, it went, I feel a little bit let down in it. Yeah. I don't know whether I'm going to get anything out of it more the second watch, but mm. I'm not going to go out my way to do that. I really want to see Excellent Adventure again. Now I've got my DVD back. Do you? I'm going to sit and watch that. I'm going to watch the first two again. Right. Which okay. will probably make me angry more uh, towards this one. Yeah. Um, but I still love Bill and Ted. Right. I still still love the characters, perhaps best leaving it alone or spending a bit more time on it. Um, It kind of did the job. Was I expecting too much? Was it an unachievable high? I know it's it's not a classic, is it, Bill and Ted, but it's a cult classic. Yeah, yeah. I I think it it was an unachievable unachievable high, mate. I think think to be fair, it was. And it didn't come close to what I wanted it to be. Right. I'm sorry. That's all right. Sorry, mate. We paid for it, mate, so I'm sorry. No, that's all right. Don't worry. Don't worry. What you got then? I got 43. Shut up, have you? Yeah. 43? Yeah. How have you got that low? Huh? How have you got that low? That low? Yeah. Because it weren't very good. Yeah, I thought you said that you sort of like you sort of liked it. You just uh, set it that high. I you... mean, I've got higher than you. Have you? Yeah. Okay, what you got? 50. Oh, well done. And I, well, 
I didn't hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, it was just something that you sit on what, totally average straight down the middle. I'm surprised that you're I thought it was below it, average, if I'm honest. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I don't have the other ones so high. Yeah. So let's say that the other ones, I've got like 60-odd. Oh, no. But excellent adventures sitting up. Well, I mean, or maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. sort of, maybe a little bit higher, sort yeah. of higher 60s or whatever. Yeah. But certainly, this is certainly for me lower than the normal. I didn't yeah. hate it. it was just, no, I didn't hate it. No. I just think it missed the mark on too much. Yeah. Okay. So All right. Jill's got 75. Oh, she? Yeah, she Jesus. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Quick one, wasn't it? Yeah. So, have you, I mean, this is going to be quick as well. Yeah. Have you got, watched anything else, mate? One. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> It's called um, Murder by Numbers. Right. So, Sounds like a, a Hallmark oh, TV well, No, one. I was going to give this to you as a homework. So oh, it is a Hallmark sounds... one, isn't it? No, it's got Sandra Bullock in it. Right. So I thought, I know you like a bit of Sandra Bullock. Right. Well, I like Miss um, Congeniality. There's a difference. Basically, it's about a detective who is trying to get uh, solve a murder. It's got Ryan Gosling in it as well. Right. Um, people have done a murder, then she's got to try and prove they did them. Basically, it was a film by Numbers. Right. It just okay. covered every weird sort of trope that it all had not for me mate 29 right okay and i thought i said to the missus i can't even give that to steve <laughs> to see what you think of it okay i mean i've only got two go on i've got le mans 66 great watched it again 74 yeah. okay it's all right yeah you know what i mean uh so jill watched that with me this time she really liked cool. it so uh and i've got bulletproof 2 it's like a mm. uh, shit film that came on yeah. Sky. i've got 18 on that okay. shit i was yeah. hoping it was going to be a bit more of a fun sort of buddy cop thing, but it's yeah. very much over the top one. Okay. And then, the, well, actually the third one, I, did, I watched Ralph run around for like 12 hours a day. Yeah. We've literally not put our telly on for the last three days, trying yeah. to wear that dog out. <laughs> literally. Just, but I've been outside in the garden and I've just been watching him run around, chucking balls, doing whatever we can to try and get him to fall asleep. How's that going and Oh, literally right up to our bedtime. So mm. I've not turned the telly on for three days. Oh, mate. Three days. Nothing. I was so in bed go. by half seven on Monday, mate. Huh? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was up at like half nine last night, just yeah. sitting in silence because the dog had fallen asleep for like half hour just yeah. to get a bit of peace. I want a bit of a book. Oh, God. Rock and roll. Must be bored. Right, okay then, mate. Do you want to move on? Yes, mate. This is the next section. This is the section that we like to call Homework. homework. This is a section where we give each other films that we like or love and the other one hasn't seen on the hope of uncovering hidden gems. What did you give me this week? I gave you a film that's currently 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. It's one hour, 46 minutes. It's a 15 build as a crime drama mystery with a synopsis of a young woman's world unravels when a drug prescribed by a psychiatrist has unexpected side effects. Directed by Steven Soderbergh, starring Rooney Mara, Channing Tatum and Jude Law. $30 million budget grossing $63 million. This was 2013's Side Effects. I love a good thriller, mate. Yeah? I do love a good thriller. And I'm, I've got to be honest, I don't think that this film is as good as I'm going to say that it is. Okay. But it really did feel our Sunday gap. Yeah? We really liked Not it. Our Sunday film. Yeah, it was great. Um, I would say great. It was good. Yeah. I mean, I thought all the performances were good. I thought the highlight for me was Catherine Zeta-Jones and Jude Law yeah. and the way that the characters were written to... I mean, Steve Soderbergh is a good storyteller. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately, I mean, maybe towards the end of it, it sort of suffered by trying to dot all of the I's and cross all the T's. Mm -hmm. But I think it actually did that. I yeah. think it, but it was a little bit, just sort of got bogged down a little bit at the end. And I didn't drift from watching it, mate. I was sort of intrigued from start to finish. And it was perfect for when we watched it. Um, I liked the twists and turns. Yeah, I thought they were good. There, there is, yeah. And like I say, not all of them uh, I saw coming. So maybe it was one of those where, you, you know, when you sort of watch something and you're super relaxed and you're sort of laying back on the sofa and you've got your feet up, you sort of don't, take as much notice mm. in films like this and then that's good because the twists sort of come at you and they sort of hit you and you're 
surprised by them rather than being alert and looking out for them all the time. So that was good. Yeah. Um, I mean, it probably was a bit paint by numbers thriller yeah, storytelling, it, it but was nothing. It's exactly what I wanted. Yeah, you know. it's, also, it's nothing groundbreaking. I just thought they did a good job with the, the actual foundation they had. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it, which I think helped a lot. Yeah, it was good to have not seen anything about it. Never yeah. heard of it. Well, I think I might have heard of it before, but I mean, only a, a fleeting uh, moment. Um, they got rid of Channing Tatum unexpectedly. Didn't they? Spoilers. Yeah, that was Mrs. quite good. Nearly cried. Yeah, did she? Like, no. <laughs> I mean, I actually was surprised that Jill carried on watching it. To be honest, yeah. and didn't like pick up a book. But uh, but yeah, that was. I mean, that was quite good. It was a fairly big character in it, and I like the way that flashbacks were used yeah. in this one. Which I sort of sometimes are a bit much, aren't they? When you, yeah. when you, I mean, what was the other one that you gave me with um, Kevin Spacey that relied a lot on the flashbacks? Oh, with was, Laura Linney, um, yeah. Life and Death, Life of David, David Gale, Gale yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so that it was less than that, um, and it was probably just about the right amount of flashbacks. So yeah. I quite enjoyed that, and the way it intertwines those with the present to give you the twist and turns so sort of like you're coming up to a twist and then it sort of goes back to a flashback and explains a bit more about it yeah. um actually helped me understand it um a lot more i thought that was a lot better and yeah did it all without gimmicks or cheap shock value i thought that, that was quite good you didn't just get like look bang this is a twist point take that you know what i mean yeah. it actually did it subtly i thought and i mean did you know blake lively was originally cast in the lead role i did not yeah yeah, yeah. i mean my rooney mara i don't really know a lot about her or what she did solid yeah i thought she did i thought she did as well and yeah like i say i thought it might get a bit messy at the end for some people but i did like the way it tied it all together i think i liked it more than it deserved okay um and that's basically my summary okay um i've got 77 which is good for me you know what i mean it's not like a uh, considering it's not like a massive sort of film, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah, like one of those. Really enjoyed it. Really oh, enjoyed good. it. Certainly, I, I didn't expect more that. Did honest. you not? No, no, I didn't. I honestly really, really did enjoy it. Oh, so thanks very much for that. No, that's good. All right. So I gave you a 1984 film directed by David Lynch, starring a massive load of people. But I'm only going to list four: Carl McLaughlin, Patrick Stewart, Sting, and Dean Stockwell. Running time of 136 minutes with a budget of $40 million, taking 37.9 million, that's North American figures, 6.5 on IMDb, 52% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of a Duke's son leads desert warriors against the Galactic Empire and his father's evil nemesis when they assassinate his father and free their desert world from the Emperor's rule. I gave you, based on the book by Frank Herbert, 1984's June. Hmm. June? Dune. June. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. cult classic mate hmm. you asked last week hmm. why is it only 6.5 on imdb hmm. so now you're probably going to answer your own questions hmm. <laughs> okay i'm gonna be honest right i mean remember it's a david lynch film I remember it's david lynch well he disowned it but right. let's get on yeah, to that one a bit. i'm not entirely sure i understood the first 30 minutes at all <laughs> when i was watching it i was like i am so fucking lost <laughs> um i'm having what the missus calls an autistic week right um, anyway i don't have any concentration this week i'm really right. struggling right. and i'm like have i missed something because i'm 30 minutes in got no idea what the fuck's going on here <laughs> um she's like i don't she's reading anyway and right. i'm going I'm giving this another half hour and I might have to turn it off right. and start fresh again the next day because I've no idea what's going on. But I stuck with it and I got there. Right. I can't work out whether this influenced a lot of films or got a lot of influence from other films depending on the era. So there seemed to be a lot of films in it. Right. Tremors was right. in it with the worms. Big worms, attractive vibrations. When was Tremors at? After. So that right. was yeah. like a... Yeah. But then it looked like a Demogorgon... From Stranger Things. Right. I mean, this is an influencer. Yeah, like certainly could, a sci-fi classic like, um, influencer. It was basically sci-fi tremors yeah. um, at points. Bits of the never-ending story. I think this came out the same year, but you thought, I'm sure it was done on the same set. Right. Um, there's certain points. As well as some bits like a Mad Max with like the water conservation and the greed and bits like that to do with water. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weird. I felt it had the very best effects for its age yeah i also felt it had the very worst effects for its age <laughs> bit of deja vu here i thought it had some of the best actors for its age and i felt it had some of the worst 
actors. It was a real double-sided story. Like some of the things were great. I mean, what the fuck was the square force field things? I mean, I don't know. Oh yeah, it is bonkers. Yeah, it is bonkers. Um, they had a like a spaceship kind of to land, like a rat on a bit of string being dragged along. <laughs> Um, you could, I'm sure you could see the string, but then they'd do something else that was fucking brilliant. It mm. was like they'd split the budget because some bloke had gone, I want to do it this way. And someone had gone, I want to do it that way. And they'd gone, right, take half each. Because right. <laughs> it was real 50-50 throughout. Um, for the biggest problem I have with this film, right, this was nominated for an Oscar, right? Now, it was nominated for Best Sound yeah. Oscar. Right. The main issue I have with this film is the sound. Right. <laughs> I thought the dialogue was so low in places right. and the sound so high, right. it was almost, you know, like with Tenet, yeah. when people are saying they're struggling to understand the dialogue. Yeah. I, I was really, really trying to get close to the TV to hear everything. Right. But everything was so noisy and shit. I thought the mixing... The dynamics in the mixing was fucking awful, and it got nominated for an Oscar. So what the fuck do I know? Apparently, yeah. Well, maybe it's got lost in translation onto the the presses or whatever. Yeah. So whether it be DVDs or Blu-rays or streaming, maybe yeah. something's got lost in that. Because do you think they'll sort out the sound for Tenet before it gets released? I don't know, mate. I'd like to think so. If they've had a lot of feet, because it's when I mean I've heard a lot of people mention that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I had that same thing watching this yeah. where i was just like i've missed this why i think the first 30 minutes were so hard because yeah. it took me a little while to I'd get the perfect volume between nearly shaking the else apart and right. so i could actually hear it <laughs> okay. it was weird <laughs> i assume the drug spice I was, is that where the drug now spice gets its name from i don't think i, I don't know it, 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 it can actually that. there's a lot of records like um old uh rave records that use samples from this right um the spice musk and all yeah. i mean i won't quote them but um but yeah there's uh, there's a lot of records that actually take uh, sound yeah. bites from I, wonder, this. I mean it seemed like i can see why this is a cult classic yeah it's got cult classic written all over it i can see why people panic i can see why people love it this is real sort of marmite stuff yeah i weirdly enjoyed it i want to see it again it's got me excited for the remake which looks really good doesn't it I've not watched the trailer. I remember watching both of the trailers before I'd sat down and watched this and was like, right. not a bit of me, all of this. Is, right. I'm really going to struggle. But now I'm actually, I, I had the feeling you was going to have to drag me to that one and put your foot down and go, no, we are doing it. Yeah. But I'm bang up for it, mate. Right. Um, and I can see this getting better with each watch. I mean, some of the characters were disgusting. Yeah, I Absolutely know. vile, I know. spitting in people's eyes. <laughs> Some diseases and oh, yeah. it was a bit. It's rank, isn't it? There was some really quite nasty, foul bits in it, mate. Yeah. It was quite long. Yeah, I did long. feel the length. Apparently, the TV cut is massively long. Yeah, and David hours. Lynch distanced himself from it and refused to have his name put to it. Yeah. But yeah, a bit confusing. I think that all is just more me and getting. Now I know what the story is. Now it goes on. I think I'll be able to follow it a little bit more. It was difficult differing between some different people because I didn't know the characters. Mm -hmm. I liked Max von Sydow was in it. I liked seeing him in something different. But yeah, I'm interested in the remake and I want to watch it again. Okay. I haven't got a massive score on it, but I've got 74. Blimey, that's a lot bigger than IMDb. I, I think IMDb is a little bit tight, you know. Yeah. I, I just think... This is one of those where people go, oh, no, I didn't get it, so I don't like it. Yeah, it's very much cult, very yeah. much cult. It's either probably twos or tens. Yeah, I get that That's feeling from going. it. Yeah. Um, my, my score's actually gone up. In the, I did my notes earlier in the week, and I looked at my notes and thought, nah, that's tight. Right. And I've enjoyed it more as the week's gone on, actually. Cool. I think Jill wants to watch it again before we go and see the... Uh, yeah, it's a bit yeah. fucked up, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay, then, mate, what you got for me this week? I have got you a film that's currently 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb. is a 15, one hour, 50 minutes long build as a crime horror thriller. With a synopsis of a pair of burglars stumble upon a woman being held captive in a home they intend to rob. Starring David Tennant, Robert Sheehan and Kerry Condon. $4.6 million gross. Can't find a budget on this one, but this is 2018's Bad Samaritan. Okay, I mean, I'll give it a go. I don't like David Tennant, you know that. Sorry, every time you've done your list, he's never cropped up. <laughs> um, he will do next okay. week, probably. No, I don't really like David Tennant, okay. but, uh, but I'll give it a go. Yeah. No worries. Thank you very much for that. 
So I'm giving you a 2018 film directed by Boots Riley, starring Lakeith Stanfield, Tessa Thompson, Jermaine Fowler, Amari Hardwick, Terry Crews, Patton Oswalt, David Cross, Danny Glover, Stephen Yeun and Arnie Hammer, with a running time of 112 minutes and a budget of 3.2 million, taking 18.3 million at the box office, 6.9 on IMDb, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a synopsis of, in an alternate present-day version of Oakland, telemarketer Cassius Green discovers a magical key to professional success, propelling him into a universe of greed. I'm giving you 2018's Sorry to Bother You. Mm, All right, a bit of satire. All right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, hopefully you enjoy that. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I mean we're going from one weird film to another, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, this one actually got some good accolades when it came out in 2018, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Cool. All right, nice one. Okay you, mate. then, mate. So what are we doing next week's main? Oh, we're doing the devil all the time, mate. Yeah. So the cinemas died off a bit, and it yeah. we've missed unhinged. Actually, it finished on Wednesday. Yeah. Otherwise, we could have seen that. I've heard some decent uh, reviews about that okay. one. But yeah, everything that's at the cinema is what we've seen. Yeah. The three main things is we've seen them all. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Completed we're doing it, mate. We're <laughs> so we're doing the devil all the time. Netflix. Yeah. Robert Pattinson. He's uh, yeah. he's our new up and comer, isn't he? Yeah. So uh, so yeah, we like him. Your new so. fanboy. Yeah, I might go and start the Twilights. <laughs> Can I borrow them? Yes. <laughs> have you got them? No. Fucking, I, I bet you have somewhere up there. Uh, I bet you have. No. If those Blu-rays were in alphabetical order, I bet it would be there. No, I definitely wouldn't have it on Blu-ray. Uh, no, sorry, I haven't. Okay, we're going to apologise for fuck's sake. I can get you <laughs> the be box. be embarrassing if you did. Um, so, yeah, okay then, mate, we're going to see The Devil All The Time. Yeah. Um, Tom Holland as well, isn't it? Spider-Man yes. in there. Who yeah. I thought was Jamie Bell when I looked at the... Uh, Did you? Yeah. Right, okay. So after all that then, mate, do you want to reiterate how people can get us on social media? Yes, mate, they can get us on Twitter or Instagram, which is at movie underscore drone or via email on moviedronepodcast at hotmail.com. Yes, they can indeed. So again, sorry about that, mate. A little bit subdued, a little bit subdued. It's all about yeah. the films again, wasn't it? So the main review was a little bit of a letdown. And mm. obviously we're quite tired, but um, we will get back onto it. So I'm looking forward to next week. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm really looking forward good to that one. one, yeah. Good. All right then, mates. You got anything else to say? thank you very much for listening everybody yeah. and hopefully you'll join us again next week yeah say goodbye mick goodbye mick <laughs> see you later everybody see you later. Bye. bye oh mate i had to go to the doctors this week do you know I ask you all them weird questions? Hmm. One of them was like, when was the last time you had rice pudding? Hmm. I couldn't remember for love nor money. Apparently I'm suffering from ambrosia. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, don't know. It's, I mean, I don't know why I'm laughing. I, I don't know why I'm laughing. Because it's funny. Really, I just don't know. Maybe it's just tiredness. I think I'm just tired. Delirious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear Mick, you're a card. Didn't make it.